Al-Bayan Radio presents the following lesson from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Rabbi shrahli sadri wa yassirli amri wa hlal uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli. Allahumma ya mu'allima Ibrahima allimna wa ya mufahima Sulaymana fahimna. Allahumma faqihna dinak wa gfir lana warhamna. Wa tub alayna innaka anta tawabur rahim. Amma ba'd. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Who knows what gathering this is with me? So how many how many times have we met so far? You can't hear me? And this is the third gathering. I have to, I have to raise up my voice now. Huh? Uh, maybe Sheikh Nidal. Uh, can you get the microphone? It'll probably be easier. And this is the third gathering. Do you know what that means? There's one more gathering. Wallahi shibi hazin. Allah is very sad. Very sad. Subhanallah. Who remembers what we spoke about last week? Yani so we can recap again just for the brothers that went here. And so we can learn and revise. Like that was a week before. We spoke about the verse that mentions the Quran or describes the Quran as hudan. Guidance and a cure. Yeah, and we discussed a few things. Yeah, we went to semi what detail, and uh, yeah, we spoke a bit about the fact that the Quran is a cure, and we said that the Quran is a cure, yeah, from doubts and desires, and a cure for physical diseases and sicknesses and ailments, and a spiritual cure as well. Subhanallah, and we ended it with. How do we actually benefit from the Qur'an as it being a cure? And we said that it comes down to two very important points. It is belief and sincerity. Belief and sincerity, not testing the Qur'an. Because the Qur'an is aziz. The Qur'an is aziz. Allah Azza wa Jal says in the Qur'an, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا بِالذِّكْرِ لَمَّا جَاءَهُمْ وَإِنَّهُ لَكِتَابٌ عَزِيزٌ Indeed, those who disbelieve in the message after it has come to them, and indeed, the book, this book, the book of Allah Azza wa Jal is aziz, it's mighty. All might and honor and esteem and merit lies in the book of Allah Azza wa Jal. What we learn from this, and so we can get it closer, let's take an analogy. Let's say we have a need. And our need is with a noble, a prince, a king, a, a minister. What it, yeah, so we can get it even closer, a minister like from the ministers in government or someone that's rich. You have a financial need with them. So you go to this person, but you don't show them any regard you don't show them any respect you don't show them any any merit or esteem do you think your need is going to be disposed and taken care of yani let's ask if you enter upon let's say someone that's rich and you have a financial need but as you're talking to him you're distracted with other people and other things and 
And you don't, you don't show him that respect that he deserves. You don't show him that honor that he deserves. You're coming with a need and you don't show him that you respect him with that need that you have. Do you think he's going to return the favor and offer you your need? He's not. And Allah Azza wa Jal is the greatest, the most honorable, the highest of merit and the highest of esteem lies with Allah Azza wa Jal and his book. So if you want to benefit entirely and fully from the book of Allah Azza wa Jal, it must be between those two very important points, belief and sincerity. And that's how you believe, that's how you benefit from the Quran as it being a cure and a guidance. Yani you find in the seerah of the Prophet وسلم, and his companions, many of them became believers from one verse. One verse they heard, they entered upon their heart, changed their life completely. And so is the verses, how we, they used it for cure. Verses of the Quran would be recited and they would, would be cured by the will of Allah Azza wa Jal. Why? Because they believed that it was a guidance. They believed it was, it was a cure. They believed that this Quran in it lied guidance and, and, and true cure. For that reason Allah Azza wa Jal cured them or guided them or whatever it was. The problem on hand is one. The reason, yani someone might tell you, Shaykh, I read the Qur'an and I read and I don't find guidance and I don't find cure, Allah alam, what it is. It's one problem. Does anyone know? No, yani, we're going to talk about a specific point. Inshallah, that's how? Ya Allah, 10 minutes. Tayyib. Al-I'rad. Abandoning or turning away from the Qur'an. This is a reality. A scary reality that the Prophet ﷺ himself will complain about and address to the Allah Azza wa Jalla on the Day of Judgment. And this is something we're supposed to take heed of. Imagine, now just stop and give your thought to this scenario that's going to take place. That Allah Azza wa Jalla on the Day of Judgment... The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will call out, to, call out to him وَقَالَ الرَّسُولُ يَا رَبِّ إِنَّ قَوْمِ اتَّخَذُوا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ مَهْجُورًا That the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will call out to his Lord Oh my Lord, indeed, my people have taken the Qur'an abandoned. They have abandoned the Qur'an. No, but say, Shaykh, we read the Qur'an, we, we take it in high, high regard, we decorate its pages, we put it and, 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 and store it in, in cases that are, you know, of very expensive material. We put it on our walls, we put it in our cars, we, we hang it up, yani, we put it on our phones as, as screen papers. That's good. But is that what's meant by implementing and upholding the Qur'an? Is that what it's meant by? Yani just reciting it at important functions, yani. And when you have gatherings or whatnot, you start it by reading the Qur'an. And I'm not saying this is not good. But is that what is meant? And is that what is intended or wanted from us from the Qur'an? That's it? Of course, the answer is no. Ibn Mas'ud, rahimahullah, he said, there's nothing you need to ask yourself about and question yourself and judge yourself except the Qur'an. Ask yourself, how's your relationship with the Qur'an? How's your connection with the Qur'an? 
Because if you love the Qur'an, if you're connected to the Qur'an, if your whole life revolves around the Qur'an, then it means you love Allah and Allah loves you. And if it's the opposite, where you can't find a solace, you can't find ease, you can't find happiness, you can't find guidance within the Qur'an, you can't, you, the Qur'an or your life is not revolved around the Qur'an, then it means you detest the Qur'an and you detest Allah Azza wa Jal and His Messenger. So the more connected you are to the Qur'an, the reality is the more connected you are to Allah Azza wa Jal and His Messenger and His religion. And if you abandon the Qur'an and you distance yourself from the Qur'an, learning how to read the Qur'an, reading, memorizing, implementing, understanding, and all those meanings that come with it, then in fact, you're abandoning the connection that you have between you and Allah Azza wa Jal. And the sad reality is, if you continue to abandon the Qur'an, then what happens is everything we spoke about in the past weeks of meanings and benefits found in the Qur'an start to weaken. So your understanding of life and death, your understanding of previous nations before us, your understanding of Tawheed and, 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 your understanding of the religion as a whole weakens and slowly, slowly disappears from the heart. And that's, we get يعني, an understanding from the saying of Uthman rahimahullah wa radiya that if our hearts were really clean and pure, we would never become satisfied or, or, or happy with what we have from the Quran. We always want more. If our hearts were pure and satisfied, if our hearts were pure and clean and clear, then they would never get enough from the Qur'an and reciting the Qur'an and memorizing the Qur'an and understanding the Qur'an. There's a verse mentioned in the Qur'an that outlines and details the severe and the scary reality of a person that distances himself from the remembrance of Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah says in the Quran, وَاتْلُ عَلَيْهِمْ نَبَأَ الَّذِي آتَيْنَاهُ آيَاتِنَا فَانْسَلَخَ مِنْهَا فَأَتْبَعَهُ الشَّيْطَانِ فَكَانَ مِنَ الْغَاوِينَ And recite to them, O Muhammad, the news of the person that we gave knowledge of the book or our signs, but he detached himself, realize, this person was given the book, was given the guidance, was given the chance and shown the signs, but he detached himself from them. So shaitan pursued him and he became from the deviant. He became from the lost and the misguided. And on the day of judgment, Allah Azza wa Jal punishes the people that distance themselves from the remembrance of Allah Azza wa Jal and the Qur'an by blinding them, making them blind. Allah says in the Qur'an, وَمَنْ أَعْرَضَ عَنْ ذِكْرِي فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً ضَنْكَ وَنَحْشُرُهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ أَعْمَى And whoever turns away from my remembrance, turns away from my remembrance and rejects it and refuses it and, 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 he will have a depressed life and he will be gathered on the day of judgment blind. قَالَ رَبِّ لِمَا حَشَرْتَنِي أَعْمَى وَقَدْ كُنْتُ بَصِيرًا He will say, O oh my Lord, yani, 
You have raised me and you have resurrected me blind, but I was not blind in this life. He will say, Allah Azza wa Jal, thus did our signs come to you, our remembrance, our dhikr, our Quran came to you and you forgot them, you rejected them, you turned away from them huh? and thus like you rejected them and forgot them and refrained and whatever it is, today you will be forgotten. This is the scary reality of the one that abandons the Quran and does not make it the centerpiece of his life. The scholars gathered, or Ibn al-Qayyim gathered, the abandoning of the Qur'an in five different levels. To rush through them, abandoning, listening, reading, memorizing and understanding the Qur'an. That's one. Abandoning, acting upon the Qur'an. Its laws, its halal and haram, do's and don'ts. Don't even look for it. Number three, abandoning, being judged and judging your life by the Qur'an, your disputes, your contracts, and all those things, you don't turn to the Qur'an for your laws and your judgments. Number four, do not ponder over the Qur'an, understand the Qur'an, and seek its explanations. And number five, abandoning using the Qur'an as a cure, as we mentioned last week. He gathered these five levels of abandonment. If one abandons one of these five, he says that he is under those that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will complain to on the day of judgment to Allah azza wa jal. وَقَالَ الرَّسُولُ يَا رَبِّ إِنَّ قَوْمِ اتَّخَذُوا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ مَهْجُورًا These levels that he mentioned are a sign of degradation and a weakening ummah. A, 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 a nation and an ummah that is abandoning the Qur'an and thus being abandoned by Allah azza wa jal. And those that are abandoned will be replaced. And if you turn away, if you reject, and if you don't want to be, then Allah will replace you with those that are not going to be the same as you. They're going to be better than you. So do you want to be replaced? Do you want to be really replaced by someone that is better than you? Why don't you want to be the best? Let this, Quran, let this month, the month of the Qur'an, two-thirds have gone, one-third is left. If you haven't connected to the Qur'an, start. Don't let your guilt stop you. If you haven't started, start. Reconnect yourself to the Qur'an. If in the month of the Qur'an you do not connect, then when will you? And if you are connecting, then increase. Increase, you will not get enough of the Qur'an. You will not get enough of the Qur'an. Because the Qur'an is your guidance, because the Qur'an is your cure, because the Qur'an is your happiness and your joy. Insha'Allah, bi'ithnillah azza wa jal, next week will be our last gathering. But we want to talk about how we can gather ourselves or how we can connect ourselves to the Qur'an in Ramadan and outside of Ramadan. And we want to see how the companions and the pious were with the Qur'an inside of Ramadan and outside of Ramadan. And until then, Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik, Ashadu an la ilaha illa ant, astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk, wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.